Coaching Garage, where we talk shop about what's happened in the sporting world and kind of what's happened in the coaching world. What's up, Gert? What's going on, Dano, man? Just hanging out in the garage, a clear view of uh, the block outside. It looks like a nice uh, gray day out there. It's a little cl- outcast today. A little cloudy, a little out. You know, got a little bit of traffic out there as well. You know, nice day, you know, in, in the neighborhood of Sterling, you know. It, it heard it's supposed to be, what, 60 next week? All week, man. All week. I got the clubs ready. I've brought them in the house from the garage to make sure that they're warmed and ready, ready to fire. What, what, what's your handicap? Hey, I don't even know what my handicap is. All I know is I get a lot of doves and collect a lot of money when you and Jeff Ogley and Tommy Myers are out on the course. I mean, you're on the same team, bro. <laughs> and I'm holding it down, man. I feel like I should collect for both of us. Hey, we need to, We got to get the trophy back. We what, what what was that trophy we got? We just created a trophy one a day. A trophy one day, you know, playing two on two, whatever. What is that? A two man scramble? I think that's what it's called. Well, and the first time we won it, we won it. Hey, let, oh, you know, this isn't what this show's about, but we got a big dub. I think we went six under and five holes. Well, no, back. we went five under and four holes. Five under and four holes. Okay, that's At Riverview. <laughs> River Trunk. You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, yes, big dubs that day, you know, but then they came back and smacked us. And the confidence on their side, Myers and Ugly, real high, real high. And, you know, I'm more of a fair weather golfer. But I don't know. I, I in, hey. in my Sunday Tiger. I was wearing. Might not have been wearing red that day. But a fair weather golfer. Some soft dude would say that from North Dakota. Aren't you from North Dakota? No, no man. I'm from Colorado. Oh, you know Colorado. This. My bad, man. Flagler, North Dakota. It's the same thing, man. Ain't nothing out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got you got the kids down. Got the kids asleep. Hey, doing you know. Got to put the father thing first for everything. Hey, now, and I'm not I'm not a parent yet, but for for the coaching side of it is it is that a lot to handle right now because but how old how old are your kids right now hey i got a i got an eight-year-old uh andre i got a three-year-old camden and i got a two-year-old who just turned to jayla expecting another one next week so about to have three three and under hey i tell you the family and the coaching dynamic it's tough man it's really hard because you know it's actually it's great planning on our part um to have a kid over christmas break so with that being said, it works out perfectly for me being able to take three weeks off. Yep. Um, with this child beforehand with Camden and Jayla, you know, Kelsey would kill me. You know, Camden was born on the day that we played Western Nebraska uh, when I was help coaching basketball. And that was, that's a rivalry game. Yes. That's when my, my competitive came out. You know, I probably should have stayed in the hospital. Hey, that night I was at the game. I can't even lie. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Jayla was born. I uh, just got the softball assistant softball job uh, over there at NJC. Uh, she was born right when I got it. Um, that day, she was born in the morning. I was at practice that afternoon. Listen, don't judge me. Don't judge me. All you coaches <laughs> understand. You understand. It's funny because when I had Camden, uh, my three-year-old, Coach Trinkle, my head coach at the time, was like, you got to plan these things. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's crazy. What do you think, Daniel? You're not a father, but don't you think that's crazy? Well, <laughs> he was joking. He was joking. But I think some people really try to do that who's really in competitive, who's really in a you know a high major sport like basketball or football. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Well, especially, like you say basketball. I mean, it's, it's a year-round sport. You don't it, – it's it's not like softball where you can take that three yeah. – well, two months off. Yeah. Not off, but it's no, it's not intense. But basketball, you start once the kids get here, and for college anyways, August to – Right before October, yeah. you're on the grind doing you know preseason workouts, trying to get the, ki- the kids to click, and then you can turn into October till March. It is when it's it's grind time. It's grind time, and then you put a kid involved. You know, and all the families. You know, 
all the wives, everybody, the mothers, they, they want us to be there. And we want to be there too. You know, our kids are our most important thing in our lives. Um, but like I tell Kelsey, you know, coaching, you know, I, I love what I do. It's awesome to be able to be a father and the coach, especially where I'm at right now at the junior college level is I get to take time off. I can, Hey, if my kids got something to do. I can get that time off. If my daughter's sick and I have to run home and get her, I'm able to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's a great part of coaching. But on the flip side... Well, at least, at the, let's, let's be honest, at this level. At this level. At, at this, this level. level where I'm at right now. It, yeah, at this level. But on the flip side of that, hey, when softball starts, I'm gone three yep. straight months every weekend. You know, home games are great because they're home, but it still takes the majority of the day. Yeah, you got to be out there. Game start at 11. You got to be out there at 9, getting the field ready. <laughs> hashtag Juco life. <laughs> Juco, hey, the junior college, I will get some more into that, but it's... It's crazy out here. Now, now, how kind of just rolling into how our show works? We're gonna we have three different uh, segments each week. We'll have the first one about what we see, called "Peep This." <laughs> the next section is uh, about what we hear. So it's, uh, "Did you hear this?" And the last one is what you think about different subjects that might be going on in the coaching world, in the, in the just in the athletic world, and kind of what we think is you know it's going to be in the current coach and me being on the administrative side. So, we'll, hey, we'll just roll on right into the first section, all right? Okay. Yo, peep Yo, this. All right, for this section, peep this, man. What, what you got? What'd you see? Hey, listen, I was on Twitter the other day, and I've heard of this girl. Um, she's right in our backyard here in Sterling, Colorado, up in Denver at a region Jesuit. 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 Sorry. No disrespect. I can't pronounce the name. I'm sorry. The place in Denver, Regis. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anyways, Fran Believey. Uh, going to Stanford, she's a, she's a woman. Uh, she's a girls basketball player. Crazy. If you haven't seen her, you have to check it out on YouTube, man. It is bananas what she just did this past week. I watched her go through the lane in traffic, one, two, with one hand and just punch it. It is it's crazy, man. You have to see it. It is a and not even on top of that, she's a tremendous student athlete. Student. And now, when you say that, what, what do you mean by a tremendous student-athlete? Well, she's already committed to Stanford. Um, her ACT score was a 35. What, what's a um, perfect score? 36? I think it's somewhere around there. I think it's 36. <laughs> I, I didn't get nothing to that. I wasn't I anywhere nothing. in the 20s. You know, I was just hoping to hit that 16, 17 mark to be eligible <laughs> to play. Um, anyways, back to her. She's amazing. Um, I just think, you know, watching her play, she's, she's changing the game of how women's basketball is being played. Um, you know, on the coaching side of things with her going to Stanford, she's a coach's dream. Great grades, athletic. Um, I think she does a lot of things in her community. Um, coachable kid. But on the other side of things, I mean, what do you, what would you think as a coach with that tor that type of athlete coming in as a as a woman um, that probably the NCAA or anybody in probably this entire world has ever seen what's going on right now in Denver, Colorado? You know, for especially for Colorado. Um, Colorado's not known for being as much of a basketball state. You know, it's not right. It's not a Chicago. It's not a New York. You know, it's I would consider baseball more. I mean, Colorado more of a baseball sport. Yeah, yeah. state. Yeah. You know, but for for that aspect, for her, I mean, I think that's gonna be the face of you know, kind of like the the LeBron James when he was coming out of high school. Yes, yes. Because you know, but not saying LeBron wasn't smart or anything like that but, but you know she's a full package you're yeah. talking about a 35 act and, and she's been able to dunk down the lane she's been dunking since she was 15 mind you and like first off i thought about this when you brought this up why didn't how come gino didn't get her like <laughs> is that something that she's like which is good for her is she like wanted to not only 
pursue herself in basketball, but, you know, she's going to Stanford. That's an elite, you know, academic school. Yeah, and athletically, too, you know, especially on the women's basketball side of things. They are very well in the top four rank going into the NCAA tournament uh, almost year in and year out. Um, On the side of Geno things, that's a great aspect. I never thought about that. Um, You know, like I said, I just saw her on YouTube or on Twitter. Don't know much about anything else besides she can dunk. Maybe she doesn't have a jump shot. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But she can go through the lane and dunk. That's all that matters. It's crazy. You have to check it out. You have to check it out. But like I said, that's something just to say about her. You know, like she's setting herself up for a a future. Because let's be honest, in WNBA and... And we all know this in, in women's sports is pretty lopsided compared to men's sports. Yes. So she is setting herself up to be able to get a better job, not only to play in the WNBA. Right. That's going to be, you know, God forbid something happens to her. But she's going to be setting herself up academically and, and with her mind to be able to have have a long career in in basketball and in other things and if I think, she wants. Yes, and I think the biggest thing is with her being a women's sport and her being able to do that, that's going to make more of us, you know, Men that watch the NCAA men's, that's yeah. all we watch. You know, we have a girl that can do that, and she's on national television. More people are going to tune in, and that's yeah. only better for the sport, for the other girls who get to be a part of that. You know, even if she's not on another, you know, even if you're opposite of her team, um, just to watch her and be able to be a part of that, people are going to be there. It's only going to make that brand of basketball better. Agreed. And and kind of to go off that, you, I, I when when living in North Dakota, there's a lot of hockey's being watched, right? A lot of hockey's being played. I miss my Thursday night hockey boys, but you know, I think women's hockey actually started to make that step yeah. to to make things more equal. And hey, this she could be the a face of something for yes. for another women's movement, which is great to get make sure the WNBA girls are having just as much as exposure as the, the NBA. You know, especially now uh, coaching softball and, and you know being. You know, coaching girls, coaching women, you know, that it's different. It's way different than coaching men. Man. I, um, so when we have girls that, you know, hey, if we have a good year of softball, it's awesome. It's awesome for all the girls, yep. all the girls that are part, not even just the ones that play softball, but just girls in general. Because a lot of it is, you know, it's the time of age um, where basketball, men's basketball, football, men's baseball, that's all getting watched. Yeah. But now you're seeing more softball being watched. You're seeing yep. more mean, more Middle, televised, Yeah, too. you're seeing more 50, 60-year-old guys. I mean, my father-in-law, he, I go downstairs, and he's watching fast-pitch softball. Hmm, yeah. You know, it's, it's a great sport. These these women and these girls do an amazing job. It's awesome. When you said it's it's different coaching women's sports, you know, <clears throat> right out of college, we had to do a basketball camp. They didn't have – a little story for you. We They didn't have a head women's basketball coach yet, so – um, me and the assistant coach Corey Faringer at the time. We were working shout out, shout out to Corey Faringer. <laughs> he, we had to take over and do the men's basketball camp as well as the women's basketball camp. And I tell you what, man, the women's basketball camp was the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> it was actually there was no air in the ox gym that day. When I tell you it was 110 degrees, it was 110 degrees. We had a girl running pass out. <laughs> Because she 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 wanted to keep doing the drill. She are you, know, you still in coaching? What are you still even in coaching? Making girls pass it out. So making it. It, no, <laughs> it was it was the athletic director's daughter. Uh-oh. So we so we were saved, you know. And it was one of those things. It wasn't like she didn't pass out, but she got a little woozy, and and we had to sit her out. But you know, not one girl complained that whole time that, in the yeah. camp. And, and, that, and that's what I like about women's sports is they're they're more not saying guys aren't. But, like, they're more in tune. They're there to learn, you know. They yeah. want to be, be able to get better at their sport. They're more apt to, you know, jumping from Juco, Juco basketball to Juco softball. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't really know what to expect 
these girls, we have a girl on our team, and I'm not just gassing her up because she's on our team, but she has a, the prettiest swing I've ever seen, whether it's a boy mm -hmm. or a girl. Mm -hmm. uh, and in this phenomenal, to go out there and watch these girls compete, you know, when you're playing catch, it's just like I'm playing catch with another another male. These girls can hum the ball, they can catch it, they stroke the ball everywhere. They, they do amazing things. And just back to, you know, the coaching girls and coaching boys thing, you know, I think girls just more, you tell them to do something, you ask them to do something, they'll more or less want to try it. They'll yeah, try it at least. And they'll give it a chance. You know, guys, ego, you know, yeah. it's, you tell, you tell them to do something, they're like, but, but now, now we'll kind of go off that point, but like, but that's what kind of makes it, that's what d distinguishes a good coach from a great coach. Yeah. And it and, and doesn't matter if you're coaching men or women, yep. you have to. Yeah, there are some guys that they probably will know more than you. They're more athletic and skilled that you can coach. But that's what, again, makes a good coach to a great coach is being able to take them from that level to the next level, which kind of takes us on to our next segment. Did you hear this? <laughs> that's a great intro, by the way, Daniel. Hey, listen, I saw, I heard this the other day on the radio, um, on XM Radio. Yes, I do have one nice car. Um, on a coach's salary that does get XM radio. Um, about hey man, I got the they sent me a two uh, two month free trial, so that's what I'm on right now. It's crazy, you know. I'm thirty, I'm thirty one, thirty two now, and I either listen to hip hop or I'm listening to some radio talk show. You know, it's crazy. You know, that's kind of why me and Daniel kind of got this idea of the podcast. But I did hear MJ Michael Jordan, Royal Airness, the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. Smack Malink Monk, okay. He's I think it's the second or third year in the league. Um, in the back of the head during the game uh, last week, uh, Charlotte Hornets ended up winning, but the other team, Charlotte, made a basket and Malink Monk ran on the court before the time had expired. Uh, walks back to the tunnel a little ways, and Michael Jordan standing there talking to him. And the next, you know, he just smacks him in the back of the head. He hits him hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> it made his head go forward. Listen, the craziest thing about this is, here's the deal: Michael Jordan can do whatever he wants. Michael Jordan gets a free pass for everything. I mean, what did he go to North Carolina and say, the roof is your ceiling or something crazy like that? And everybody <laughs> just gave him a pass. Like, people talked about it for two days. Yeah. Somebody else, Allen Iverson goes and does that. They're like, that loser, man. He, he can't even talk Yeah, anymore. we're still talking about practice. <laughs> practice. <laughs> and I just think it, it was so funny to see, you know, in today's age. You know, he was just joking around. But in the coaching world, you know, there's a fine line to that. You know, if, if that was to be Agreed. anybody else, any other coach, any GM, any athletic director in the college lens, if you were to smack any kid in the back of the head, playing or not, and somebody saw it, it might be in some big trouble and, there. You know, that kind of that kind of goes on to how today is more of like a social media generation. Because that, you yeah. know, when we were in college, men... Twitter was new. Yeah. Facebook was new. And nah, we, man. I don't. Twitter wasn't even around when I was there. It was uh, what was it? Uh, not Facebook. MySpace. MySpace. We had the digital. You could play your own. Put your oh, own man, song on there. You get on there. People would have those bangers. Well, I, like, where did you what, get those? What, what was what was your song? <laughs> you know, go oh, DJ. I, that's my DJ. <laughs> I had so much Lil Wayne on my MySpace profile. Dude. That's when Lil Wayne was actually you know popping it normal. <laughs> you know, could walk. It actually looked like he was able to do things. All right. All right. You, who did you have any top friends? <laughs> Tom was always my number one top friend, so no one can get mad. Tom was always my ride or die. You're right, man. I couldn't even remember, man. Back then, shoot, I just remember you couldn't like get on your phone to get them. You had to like to get onto your. Uh, oh yeah, you had to go. Well, smartphones. Into a, you had to, 
fucking smartphone, man. <laughs> I was playing Snake on my phone at that time. I had to get into the computer lab. That's like the only reason why you went in the study, so you could get on your MySpace and see what was going on with the people that you're probably there with anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But but like to go back to that, it's 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 more like it's, everything is more available. Yeah. So like we again, not not like ESPN hasn't been playing highlights, but it's it's different. Like you watch ESPN nowadays, and all it is is just repeats. Yeah. It goes you know, from ESPN to ESPN News <laughs> to Pardon the Interruption. They're all talking about what happened last night. I don't watch. I mean, Grant, I don't have cable because I'm kind of I'm on that millennial budget to where I'd rather just do streaming services. But but like for real, it's I I, I can't stand watching ESPN because they talk about they just it's beating a dead horse. You're going everything what's going on. So with this, like it's more okay, going back to being more accessible. Like shoot. We're two people starting a podcast and we're talking about it, you know? Well, yeah, it's, 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 I just think it's different, you know, especially the cameras are everywhere these days. Yeah. You don't know what's who's watching you, what's going on. You have to watch every step you make as a coach, whether you're, you know, coaching your five, six-year-old boys up until being professional coaches. It's not what it used to be. You can't do the things I think you used to be able to do. Bobby Knight, for instance. I was just about to bring that up. Do you think you would make it in, in today's generation as a coach? Like at, coming in as a new coach, not not because everybody. If he would come back, like we, coming we would in know that's hey, that's Bobby like, Knight. Who cares, right? It's kind of like the MJ situation. Yeah. So you're talking like if he came in, had the same coaching philosophy as he did back then. Now, yeah, like saying he's he's a rookie coach coming in right now. <clears throat> Listen, the thing what what people don't understand is Bobby Knight, he went undefeated. That has not happened mm-hmm. yeah. since he has done that. I'm not saying he could win that way, but he evolved with basketball. But his attitude. And the way he coached and his coaching philosophy, that stayed the same. But I think he evolved with the game. I think if he was to become a coach right now, I would legitimately, if he came to a big top five conference, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, I think he'd get him to the tournament. But people also forget, after he won all those national national championships in Indiana, he was going to the tournament and winning no games. He was getting there, but he was going out the first weekend. Well, it's kind of funny. I heard a story about Bobby Knight that – after classes, kids had to go back to their dorm rooms, and they had to wait in their dorm room because then they didn't know what time practice was. To where their dorm phone would ring, and they'd pick it up, and it'd be like, all right, coach says practice at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock. Okay, I'm on my way. Or practice is in 20 minutes. Okay, on the way. Now, that's crazy enough. That same philosophy still happens today, but it's sent out by text messages. Exactly. I mean, that, that's a great point. That's a great People looked at that then and like, Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. But we do it today. It's just I different. Do it, I do it today to our players. Hey, I need you guys in the gym in 15 minutes. We got to help clean up the gym. And they're all there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with how he acted, you know, with his confrontation and being, you know, loud mouth and doing a lot of controversial things, that's not going to fly in today's age. No. Which, but again, is it for the better? I don't know. That's a great question. Is it for the better of the game? I mean, it's, I just think I think this gets back to what I think we're gonna talk about here in a little bit is well, how many how many rights these student athletes have, yeah, and these professional athletes have. You can't you can't say certain things uh-huh. that you could say ten years that you could probably even say ten years ago. Yeah, you can't you can say one wrong thing to one wrong person and you're you're done. Yeah, you might not ever get a coaching job again. But like to put that again, but look how much going. I guess this could be for a different subject, but like. Not paying student athletes at the college level, yeah, you know, but look, like everything's televised. Everything is because people want to watch it. Yeah, people Every- want to watch it because it's competitive. Yeah, 
that's where this all comes in. Bobby and I, the way he acted, because I think he was just a really competitive dude. Mm -hmm. We've all done things as coaches and as players in a competitive uh, environment that we're not proud of doing. Yeah. You know, it's that competitiveness. In us. You mm -hmm. know, when you start, your voice starts to raise, you start pacing, you know, <laughs> it's just the funny things that start happening. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's, 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 I don't know, like you said, I think he, there is a, there is a pass that he has earned. MJ gets all the passes. All of them. But do you think he's earned it though? Or does it matter? Has he earned it? Oh my God. But has he earned it? I'm saying, but does has it... Michael Jordan earned a pass? But, but should there be passes given? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if there should be. There are. Yeah. Okay. There are passes. Yeah, yeah. It's not. And it's not like we we're going to debate if you were able to give passes or not. Yeah. That's already happens. been. It's already happening. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Michael Jordan gets all the passes. Michael Jordan can do whatever he wants. Maybe besides some like law stuff. Yeah. But when he's in an arena, that dude could do whatever he wants. If he wanted to walk out on the court, he could walk out on the court. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? give me the shot. Give me. The, that's what I'm saying. The dude could dress up and play in tomorrow, and nobody would say anything about it. <laughs> He's not on your roster. We can get on the roster. MJ gets a pass for everything he does. The dude's got a statue. He's the best player ever. He's better than Kobe. He's better than LeBron. You know, LeBron's a very close second. <laughs> I, I could care less about that conversation. But we don't want to go down that road. But just so you listeners know where I stand, MJ, LeBron. Then Shaquille O'Neal. Then Penny Hardaway. And then maybe Kobe Bryant. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to our, our next segment. What you think? What you think? All right, man. What you think about this? It. I noticed it like two years ago, but with players rolling their shorts. <laughs> like I mean, we both come. We both come from the same times, man. Hashtag bring back baggy. Bring back. <laughs> hashtag bring back baggy. The so, baggy. Oh man. I the whole shorts rolling thing. I don't get it. I don't understand it. You know. I get it. You want short shorts, but doesn't matter. Because right now there is there are five petitions going out there on Change.com. Um, okay, what? on Change.com, it, it's a it's a website that you can go to to create change, <laughs> to where it's an official thing. Like instead of going around and going door to door to what get kind signatures, of, what do you be doing at night? <laughs> you never heard up. of Change.com? Oh my gosh! You want to give the times? Gandhi's not around anymore, man. <laughs> you can't go door to door like a salesman. You got to go online. It's easier. All right, there's five change.com petitions created to fight to allow players to roll their, roll their shorts. Listen, before we even talk anymore about <laughs> these shorts, let's talk about this website. <laughs> change.com? Yeah, it's called like change.com. You can go on there and just create a petition, yes. For of websites. Anything. Of anything. Like I could, like, anything I want to do. Yeah, I'm. I don't like know. We should do away with like Christmas songs during Christmas time. Yeah, so like the baby is cold outside. How many petitions do you got to get before they allow it? Petitions called it's signatures. <laughs> One petition. I don't know. How, whatever. Like, if there's a if there's a political situation that they need how many, si how signatures, many, you have to get signatures. I don't here, know. Here's the here's the here's the real question. How many different stories have you put in there? And how many? What do you want to change? Me? No. I mean, I I've never signed a petition. You never signed them? You just get on there and creep? Well, maybe in college I did. Like to What's the one petition you regret signing? I don't know if I ever... I don't know. I've only signed two. Well, okay, oh, it, it was for... Two. It was what? to put some kid as student council member at college. Student body member. I was like, all right, I like you, kid. I'll sign it. 
I don't know. It might have been if Dano keep, checks keep the off. chances going to get to college. I don't know, man. Dano's the next MJ. If Dano sends off, it's good. You know, Dano. No, you have to have good. like three hundred signatures. I can get three hundred. You're signatures. just worth like ten, though. Your signature. No. You're whack. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so all, right, me, all right, all right, back. All right, back. so the states that are website. <laughs> we'll find it on your own time. I'm gonna get on the right states now. States that the petitions are is Texas, California. Tennessee and Colorado. So they're petitioning that they want to allow to roll their shorts. What is so wrong about it? Let me. What is so wrong? So, so the reason why I don't want to hear all because people might get hurt. I don't want to hear that. So you what? You got to give me something better than that. So what it is is the right now the current the current the current rule states, which is I think is by NFHS, which is National Federation of High School, which a lot of different states follow those, right? It's the rule states. No shorts may be turned over with exposed strings to the outside. And then in all caps, no exceptions. And I, the reason why, it's kind of like how blousing your, your jersey. Blousing, you know what blousing your jersey means, right? No. Untucking. Oh, okay. Okay, that was... That well, was why did you say untuck your jersey? I don't know, because that's what the rule states. So, you can't, <laughs> you can't have it untucked, right? Which it cleans up the game. But I remember in college... If we had a certain ref, we could only have socks that had the Nike sign. You, you mean right now you have a Nike sign listen, it's on what inside listen, and outside of yeah, both feet, right? Yes, the rule states you can only Under have, Armour or Under Armour, whatever whatever floats your boat. You can only have you got no polo socks. No, oh my God, you can only have Nike signs on each side. You couldn't have them on the inside, so you couldn't have four Nike signs showing. That was that was what the no, rule is. Yes, no, we had. I don't believe you. We had a rule. Funny, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't believe any of that. that. That's what the rule was. Where's Which, this at? North Dakota? Oh, you're. <laughs> oh my God, that was in college. Yes, <laughs> but, but that's that's what the thing is. They don't want to have the white showing, and if you, sometimes you roll the shorts and it has Nike, 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 Nike on the inside of the waistband. So you're, so you're promoting more of Nike, which they for some. I think it's like a baby boomer rule. Like it's, it's like it's like an old school. Here's the deal. Let's be real about these officials, first of all. Okay? I might offend some people, what I'm about to say. Do but it. let's all look at these officials at high school games, even the junior <laughs> college games. Let's look at them. Okay. Dude, these dudes don't know half of them. Some of them do a great job. Majority of them do a great yeah, job. Yeah, I, I know. I know like, I'm, not, I'm, not really knocking, I'm not knocking on anybody. But... Let's be realist. We look at these guys, and they know every rule in the rule book about what you just said. The Nike signs, the this, the that. But they can't go out there and call a right travel or a right charge call or know any of the rules. Well, you know, and... And, and I think it's ridiculous. Let these kids live. Like, why... What's the deal? We're going to talk about rolled shorts. Like, what is going on? What is going on? Let's worry about other stuff. I agree. Because what 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 the kids... Some I was reading this blog, and this blogger's son he you was read one... blogs too huh no I this guy like... does everything he, oh this gosh. guy's on the blogs on the so change what, the world. What? are you blogging about changing the world I mean, what <laughs> he wants what the kid says it helps make sure the shorts stay up which i think is asinine because isn't that what the drawstrings listen for? this is what pisses me off about the whole situation you used to get everybody used to get so mad at back in the day when we played when people used to sag their shorts yeah. and do all that stuff and you get everybody get this oh, it just got to be like the old times and everybody just that's, has these short that's shorts that's a hudlum that's a hudlum exactly and now you're getting mad at them cuz they're pulling their shorts up what is it like let's get over it 
refs figure it out, figure out how to call a charge foul. <laughs> Quit worrying about their shorts are rolled. I think that's. But no, okay. So with that being said, do you think you think this change needs to happen? You think there needs to be a petition and get that rule taken out? I think they either need to get the rule taken out or the officials, whoever this is, out, who's enforcing these rules, need to pay for everybody to go buy new jerseys. Because the reason why these kids are having to roll their shorts up is because a lot of these high schools, a lot of these colleges still have the same uniforms from me and you played. Yeah. So to keep up with the time, and all we used to do was bat and sag them. And they yeah. just pull your pants up, pull your pants up. And now you're mad because they're rolling them up? Come on, it's getting a little so tight. So, so you're saying, A, allow them to roll it. I'm saying the rule is whack. <laughs> Fair enough, man. It's whack. It just, it just, it just, like, it's petty. It's just pettiness. I think, hey, I'm just singing with hashtag bring back baggy. Bring back baggy. Bring back the 90s, man. Yeah, I yeah. can't wear anything. I mean, I can listen, wear some dad shorts, listen. but not like, not frat boy shorts. You know like what I'm saying? Mid thigh. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not going to lie. I'm ba- I'm to the short shorts now, too. Not the crazy short, but above the knee. I wear the joggers. I mean, what do you want me to you do? You wear joggers? Oh, my God. I got joggers on right now. Who doesn't? Like, who doesn't? Me. You and Coach Myers? Because I'm, I'm a big dude. I, I look bad in bag, big, tight pants. I, I like the freedom. I like the move. You never know when you have to bust something out. So, anyways, man. That being said, <laughs> that, that, that's all we got for this week's podcast. Check us out. Yeah, check us out. Follow me. You can follow me on Facebook at Shane Gertner or uh, Instagram. <laughs> or on Instagram at Shane Gertner. Anyways, no, I don't know what my Twitter handle is. This is all new to me, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope hope you continue to listen. Next time, we're going to try to get a coach. Yes. Uh, we wanna get, we're going to try to dive into coaches. Um, not only just – I know we – are more in the basketball realm, but we want to try to get coaches from. And I know coaches in the hockey, yep. college, yep. Um, high school. Um, yes. You got you got D one basketball coaches. Right? I've got a few. I've got a, not a few D one. I got a couple guys. I think we can get on the show. Um, but it's all going to depend on how much you guys like it. You know, if nobody views this, we're not going to bring no coaches on here. <laughs> we don't want to waste nobody's time. That being said, I'm out, man. I'm out. That's all we got for the coaching garage.